Rolling Stone Podcast. Um, I just want to, in my old man chronicles, I'd like to add. Um, that, Very fitting with the sweater. Yeah, no, I am um, really just going through a lot of things, but among them um, being that last night I uh, was playing wall ball with Ziggy and I ran after a ball and my foot slipped ever so slightly. And I was like, well, there goes my knee for the weekend. Yeah. Yikes. And it was a big time. Like I'm a, I'm a ancient old man. I was like, well, my trick knee got got. Yeah. It's usually like, I'll, I'll feel like a little like pinch doing legs and yeah, I, I'm I'm cooked for like the next two days. Um, today at the gym, I went early. It was um, you know, you do you two you you take like one dumbbell, and you put them yeah. in, you put it in both hands, and you go back and yeah. like and then pull it forward and everything. That this shoulder, like, like didn't come out, but it just like shifted weird, and it's yep. still like doing that. I can't believe that, like it still hurts. Like, I can't believe I did that. And I was just talking <clears throat> through the pain. Uh, but yeah, it, it hurts when I like go up like that. So I, um, the things I've started doing a lot of like shoulder mobility stuff to try to strengthen it. Cause I have ter- a, a terrible shoulder. Yeah. And if you take five pound plates and you just start with your hands by your sides you do one and of these. just go a full arm lift to like touch oh, yeah. them overhead. So good. That and the Cuban presses where you like start by your like out front by your side and then you pull yeah. it up and then go rotator yeah. cuff into a press. Yeah. It's a good way to warm up. Those that are and bands. I, bands I like are always good. sit. I put my elbow on my, uh, you know, uh, pulled in knee and I just do these to the side. And it, it like works the rotator cuff a lot because that's mine. Obviously, it's just like yeah. how bad my rotator cuff is and moving the ball joint um, in my upper body. Um, I'll tell you a couple of things about moving a ball joint. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I'm sore because yeah, I also we'll get into it later because um, I would like to start off but with one thing and then like call it quits. Um, on the conversation, but I did go golfing today. Okay. For the first time in a long time. Yeah. Like I've been off my game. Um, but uh, to follow, Can I ask you and- a question. Yes. Was it the type of like, I went golfing, haven't been in a while, where you're like, because I've had ones where it's like, I've taken like a full year off and I'm just striping the ball. Like I'm hmm. unconscious. Because my brain isn't thinking about it. It or was one of was those. it one of the ones where you were okay? Because yeah. I've also had the ones where you're just hitting everything like ninety degrees to the left, and you're Light, like, I don't no. know how this is happening. Lights out putting, like <laughs> one strokes on the green. Well, oh, I'll get into it. I'll get into it later. Um, to to have everyone follow up with my um recent uh announcement last episode um in terms of uh teaching and um working in my alma mater um shot down in flames as acdc says so yeah not happening um that's why i kind of want to talk about this for all of the uh, another two minutes and then be done with it because i um 
am not happy at yeah. all. Uh, maybe me and you, Dunk, or maybe on Xbox, we can. I think I talked to Dickie about it. We can discuss like the ins and outs and everything. But um, sorry to let everyone down the content uh-huh. train. We are actually ending the podcast since I didn't uh-huh. get the job. Um, that was going to that was our saving grace is if yeah. uh, all the stories just continued on. Yeah. Um, but now I'm on the other end of all those stories. Um, and so it's not happening. And so uh, we're calling it quits on episode 150, whatever. It's 116, I, 117. Oh, this is. I, I thought we were in our 150s. No. <laughs> Yikes. No. But um, yeah, didn't get the job. And um, say la vie. Yeah. Well, sorry to hear it, bud, but um, I'm going to be honest. I think you're much better than Georgetown Middle High School. So I think uh, mm. you need to. <laughs> well. <laughs> Was I looking to, you know, be better? No. no. I was looking to plateau as soon as I got that job. Yeah, you really need to get paid like yeah. a decent amount more and then just like forever. stagnate. Like yeah, yeah. I was looking to just, you to know, just sink money into a 401k yeah. for just, 30 just to go, 35 years. Just go moldy. Just just stay yeah. in the same spot for the rest of the career. But anyways, um in other news, um I know everyone's been gearing up and this is going to be a big, um, you know, episode in like the next few weeks of with the wedding. But um, basically, I'm already married and to nice. reveal the curtain. I got my marriage license yesterday. Yeah. Which Sarah continues to tell me that that is not legal binding, but it's like I got the document like it's like, happened. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Like I, I am. Married. Once I send it in, I think like, I don't know. Her name, she's just screaming from the other room. No. Yeah, she's like, you got to have it signed. No, that's the lady at the city clerk had it signed. She, we got it. Well, also, like, that's similar to how when I got ordained in college, it was just because I thought that if, like, I pronounced people husband and wife, that they were legally married for two weeks. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And that, it's like her name saw, on that on that paper. Her name's already changed. So I was just going to be like the fucking wizard of marriage. Just walking around being like, I now pronounce you husband and wife. I now pronounce you husband and wife. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like, you know, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry or whatever. That exactly. Movie was. Yeah. Exactly. I now pronounce you Jackson and Duncan. We have done that multiple times. Uh, uh, still hasn't held but, yeah, no, um, I can. There, I there is this weird. You have to dream. Yeah, there is this weird, weird feeling too. Like, I just want to like wear the the ring. Yeah, just to like go throughout like a normal day yeah. with it with it on and see like if anyone like like obviously like I'm gonna be teaching, and it'll be a time where I've well, and I know people at the job and even like my students. It'll be like this year will begin i'll meet these kids and then one day i'll come in and i'll have this piece of jewelry on and then it'll like i'm wondering if they'll notice i don't think they will until like one girl is like hey uh." but um like through the mundaneness of it all like the people at the gym like i wonder if they'll notice like they they like have no real convert like interaction with me but like if I'm wearing it while I'm, you know, like I, like I'm, I'm, you know, pulling my shoulder out of its socket. Do you think like they'll approach me differently? I can tell you one person who will certainly notice. 
your dad? No, hundred percent, bud. Yeah. Well, he's been counting. He told he like knew the date too. Like yeah. when I like the last, I think the last time I saw him, he was like early September, and I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, granted, he knows that because like that I'm home, so that's mm-hmm. like his like. You know, True, like, yeah. he has I thought those it was special, dates. and it's actually yeah. just all about you. But <laughs> he's remembering like a nice little like nifty thing about me. But no, it's yeah. just when his stinky yeah, no, son is coming home. Yeah, stinky. <laughs> Speaking of stinky, I don't know what this dog just did, but he is just breathing dragon breath, like mm-hmm. from in my lap into my nostrils. That is, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it the the podcast has somewhat devolved now into having the dog segment where we just compare dogs. What used to be the coffee segment is now the dog segment. Yeah. Wow. Are we growing up or are we reverting backwards? I don't know. I think we're growing up. Yeah. Because I think I think the next phase is children. And I'm terrible. Or lawns. Like, how's your lawn doing? <laughs> I would love to have a lawn, dude. I know it's dumb, but like I do living in an apartment for as long as I have, I kind of yeah. miss yard work. Uh you're not missing much. I have no. a yard. I don't do anything with it. It mm. gets long. And then the next day it's short. So I'm like, wow, I guess God was looking down on me today and <laughs> decided to shorten up my grass. My dad sent me. Not a that my tenant, like a, that the landlord cuts it. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Instagram reel today. There was some like battle in like the sixth century BC between like the Romans and the, the Turks or something. The Greeks yeah, and the probably. Turks. I don't know. But either way, there was a solar eclipse in the middle of it. And so they're fucking little pea brains. Yeah. We're like, the gods are mad at us and they just stopped the war. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That was definitely that was the Romans versus like the Ottoman Empire. Yeah. And, like one of the tiny like thousands of fights that they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that same reel and everything. Yeah. It was that it wasn't like a crusade, but it wasn't like a part of like the hundred years war or like whatever that was, like the war of the roses or I don't even know what anything like that, but it was definitely against the Ottoman empire. And yeah, like, I mean, that's how super, like I would, like, I think society should revert back to that. Like we need society to get dumber mm-hmm. and start believing in like powers of God and, you know, mythology and the supernatural again like all of us or are like, too like up elon and jeff bezos butts and like yeah. they have all the answers like i want to be back in like like medieval times where like when it doesn't rain for a week i think it's because god is mad at us yeah like i want that or like like why like when we made the hologram of tupac like why did we like release that as information and not just keep it a secret and everyone yeah. be like fucking they brought Tupac back dude oh yeah like because a good significant of our society portion of our society is not intelligent enough to figure that one out on their own though this is and also this is definitely like I, that's what I'm saying like I I want the majority of society to stop questioning things because that's yeah. how that's really what made the medieval times so great is like you could put a hologram of Tupac in medieval times and they wouldn't go like, how is this working? They would immediately go witchcraft and yeah. try to like, you know, throw things and would go through hologram Tupac. And obviously like the, the stage would fill with flagon bottles or whatever, mm-hmm. flagons or whatever, but there would be no one questioning like, no, well, no, hold no. on. 
Tupac isn't attacking us. Yeah. Let's if, try to see if this isn't what like I want to go back to no more people question reality. Like we just take it for face value. The, it's either like the God type or of logic, right. like the um well ducks can float. And so if a woman is the same weight as a duck, then she must be a witch, like that kind yeah. of logic. It, yeah, it's 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 intelligence by association. Yeah, so like that's <laughs> as deep as I want to go. It's like I don't want someone to got like to experiment. God, no, mm. that is yep. the devil's work is experimenting mm. in the scientific theory. Let's just go off of the normal things we see, like we know about rocks and they sink and we know about wood and that floats. Yeah. And that's as that, that is a surface level as we'll get. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, I have, I don't know why this reminded me, but I have a, a we had a, a, just a gem of a customer today. She comes like cruising in. We're helping somebody find something in beauty and she stops us. And she's like, are you guys, uh, is one of you like a manager? And we were like, I All, guess so. Allegedly. I'm like, I'm out. Like, I'm going to get you like this woman is going to tell me some audacious things. Yeah. And I I'm, we're care. like me and my friend are like about to clock out and we're like, mm, uh, yeah, I guess so. Allegedly. Um, and she was like, uh, I just wanted to like, let you guys know that like, I won't be shopping at this target anymore because you guys have built a wall between the front door and the pharmacy. And I, we now have to walk around that wall to to get to the pharmacy and we were like i would love to oh okay fathom this wall she's talking it's, about okay. is she talking about like other people being in her way mm -mm. it's a literal it's simply that so like if you imagine target it's split up into sections right mm -hmm. so that like very first section there just happens to be a wall there because we built our offices there. So yeah. you now have to go. Well, there's out. where you went wrong. Yeah, exactly. We now have to go. She has to walk through the, the, the lanes, the registers to mm -hmm. get to the main like racetrack. The foyer. Yes. Walk down the same distance and then walk back into the to pharmacy. Yeah. And that's too much and, for that fat ass. Yeah. So. And so she was like. Like my, my friend explained like, Hey, um, we don't have any control over that. Like they send us what yeah, also we're like, going to do. I would assume that like the target down the street is also built the exact same way. Like, so and, she's going to now take her business to that target. Yeah. And talk to, I'm assuming like the, like, like the multiverse, like it's just another <laughs> carbon copy of you and your buddy having the same conversation with this freak. Just absolutely just continuing in a circle. And with no concept of the fact that, like, a, we we don't own CVS, so yeah. <laughs> doesn't fucking matter to me. Like, you're not giving us money. Yeah. And second of all, even if you are giving us money, you're just gonna give money to a different hand. Like, you're yeah. just you're taking the money out of my left hand and you're putting it in my right hand. And I say thank you, anyways. I don't. Also, care. it's like I'm never coming to like again. The pharmacy is something like number one. I'll, you I'll have this. to go there. Like, oh, yeah, I'll split this into two paths. Aren't optional. I'll split this into two paths. Um, there's a thousand pharmacies and you're deciding to go to honestly the hardest one 
Mm-hmm. Like the Target CVS. Yes. I'm sure there's a CVS. Complicated one. Yeah. I'm sure there's a Walgreens. I'm sure there's a, a so I tell you, like, not even the next traffic light down, yeah. there's another CVS. So, like, why did you need to walk into oh, a building and- to then walk into a smaller building within that building, which is the CVS? <laughs> the, the CVS that's at the next stoplight has a drive through. Yeah. So you don't even have to get your fat, stupid ass out of the car. Come on, lady. Like, use your head. And I know you're not, but just try. And but, then the other path I didn't take. I'm now going to, you know, back up and back to the crossroads and hit the other path. Um, say that is the only pharmacy she can go to. What she's now, she's just not going to take that medication anymore. Yeah. Say diabetes. Don't give a shit. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, well, I get, you know, me. my thyroid medication to keep me from, you know, bloating up and choking on my own f- neck fat. So you just go like, OK, yeah, right ahead. Yep. Well, we're very sorry that we made you walk that extra step. I hope you you really die on this hill. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Because you can't also, get your medication. I mean, at most, she's taking an extra 20 steps. And she was like, this is inconvenient for me. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we don't care, dude. But also just like the the general like boomer logic of walking into a target and being like you will not get my business anymore oh (coughs) i don't fucking care (laughs) i don't think i've ever uttered that phrase of you i i will never be giving my business to this place or something along those lines you're right it's such like a boomer thing like it's such a gut shot to be like i guess like if you look at it historically like when like a lot of these big department stores were like almost yeah. like privately owned or like they were like still like starting. So like these boomers are like, I just won't go to this one anymore, but I'll hit another one. And yeah. they have yet to realize and step into reality where like it's only five enormous conglomerates that rule the yeah. world. So if you're deciding I'm not going to go to this target anymore, guess what? The guy who owns that target owns the next target and the target after that and all the other targets. Yeah. And then on top of it, he doesn't even own it. It's probably the fucking like Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. That owns a thousand other things owns target. Yeah. Um, and also like we are a nationwide multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. Like your business is a drop in the, this isn't my mother's bead store. I know where it's like, Oh, I know. Everyone I go check out Seaside business. Beads. Shout out Seaside Boutique and Beads. But like sponsor of this week's episode. What are we what are we talking about? Like mm. I okay. And also that you're telling me, like a middle manager. Oh yeah. I mean, it doesn't his- matter. Again, it's this, it's just like this boomer mentality where it's like the past, where it's like, let me speak to the manager because they own this establishment. Yeah. No, I don't. Also, I, I don't give a fuck about yeah. your well-being. Honestly. Like a big like superstore like that has has diversified so much and like specialized so that like the idea of a manager yeah. is now insignificant across yeah. the board in all businesses. Like, yeah, she was what, speaking to someone who manages only the food section of the store. Exactly. Yeah. Only produce and frozen items and the milk and yeah. But he back in the day, care. like the manager owned the shit. Like, yeah. let me speak to the manager was like, I am talking to, you know, the finances and the guy who opens the store and the guy who closes the store and who like takes in. This is his income. That's the manager yes. in their minds. I, I'm going to start doing that, but I'm going to bring it into the, the 21st century or I'm going to be like, 
please send an email to your CEO right now. Yeah. I would like, I would like you to give him my contact information so he can give me a call. Yeah. It's like also, it's the same principle as the people who come to us and they're like, um, target like mailed me this item and it's wrong. And I'd like to tell you about it. And I'm like, do you think that I mailed you that item? Yeah. <laughs> I'm at my house putting stamps on packages, dude. Like, what are we talking about? No, Target, like the at the corporate level, mailed you that package. Yeah. I don't know who did it, and I have no way. Let me give you the serial ever. code of the robot that sent you that. You can chat with that thing. Yeah. Like, you can chat with this Boston Boston Robotics dog. Yeah. It literally could have been someone in fucking San Diego. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it. we've come to the bottom of it. It is truly like all of the people that are uttering the words, you no longer get my business. So they're doing, they're all old boomers where they are still stuck in the past of like, this is how a company. And that's the, that's another thing they say. This is how a company should be run. Oh, you mean the mom and pop store? That yeah, down the is street. definitely struggling to keep the drop ceiling from crashing yeah. down on top of them. Mm-hmm. That uh, could that doesn't have the capability to run an online business. Like Exa- yeah, yeah no. exactly. That just figured out that you can uh, insert a chip, and you yep. don't have. They don't have to take that little piece of metal and go shunk shunk with the credit yep. card. Yep. God, I hate these people. <laughs> Um, I'll talk about golf. I went golfing okay. today. You know what I shot? Oh, uh, how many did you play? Nine. Uh, forty-seven. Lower. Forty-two. Lower. Thirty-nine. Lower. Thirty-seven. Lower. Thirty-two. All right, I played a par three. I shot a thirty. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, I hadn't played golf and I mean I played golf back in the spring during like a bachelor party for Sarah's cousin. And I played god awful. I, I broke 50 though. But um I shot a 30 today at Garrison, Murphy's Garrison, my new favorite spot. I paid ten dollars for a bucket of balls and fourteen for nine holes. Hell yeah. And uh they got a little bar. I'm I I uh I'm trying to see if they have a league. Cause I would totally just like you, you, I hadn't, I've done a par three before in Groveland, but the, that was like years ago when I was like a kid with my dad. Um, I took an eight iron, my 60 degree pirate lob wedge yep, and my putter. Yep. And I just struck my stuff. I took three balls, definitely needed them because yep. I was, I, you, I lost two of them. Yep. Um, but, uh, I had a blast and I've, come to um an epiphany i I love golfing and i love being like outside and like taking like a second every round to just like enjoy a view yeah and i think my favorite spot on any golf course and it's on most of them is you've hit a layup shot and you are inch like a couple feet away from being on the green and you still have to hit that lob shot on it is when the green in the the fringe and green incline up and then plateau and your ball is resting in the fairway on like the fringe or like almost like ready to hit like the fringe of the green. And it's just you get to see the whole green 
laid out in front of you. Yeah. And it's like you're you walk up to it and you like look back and you have like the whole view of the whole you just almost complete the fairway. That's yeah. my favorite spot on a golf course. Is like you see the green, you got everything else behind you, and it's just just to give a little chip, little putt, move, move, move you way on to the next hole. Yes. Just a little boop. Um for me, I think it's I like when not every course has this, but when the course doubles back on itself. <clears throat> yep. And you get a, a hole that's going directly the opposite direction of the hole you just played. That is one of the best. Like, so when you've essentially yeah. hit the halfway point of nine holes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Far Corners has, I forget which one, but Far Corners doubles back on itself. Yep. Um, and maybe like the far one. Or the one off to like the the right of the the clubhouse. Uh, have you played that Garrison's before? No. Is that in, in Haverhill? Haverhill? Yeah, it's in Haverhill. No, I don't. It's think almost so. in Plastow or Salem. I think the only uh, part three that I've ever played is that one in Ipswich on the way out to like um, that yeah Candlewood. It? That's technically not yeah. a part three. <laughs> yeah, well, it it is, but it's not. Yeah. You you can hit driver. Purposes. You can't hit driver at that place. Yeah. But, you um, also can bring your own beers. So like, yeah, you know, they, so Garrison, you hit and it like figure eights almost. Okay. Like you go, you go up and then you come back down and then you play through what you had just played through and loop back around on it. On it's interesting. It's very, in, it's, it's a fun little course. I definitely did not need my eight iron. I was smoking balls over the, like, the first three greens and I was, I was making it with my lot, my 60 degree wedge, just yeah. like making it right to the green. It is a good time and you can definitely get fucked up there and, yeah. and pay for probably the entire experience. If you want to play nine holes and get fucked up, you're probably paying $30. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. 32. Yeah. I definitely think I got a, uh, uh, I had gone prior in the week just to hit like golf balls with um the father-in-law and uh the beers were definitely three dollars a bud light nice oh yeah. love that love that definitely like three dollars a can yeah there's nothing worse than the like um baseball stadium prices you get at some golf courses where you're like you're charging me what for this yeah that's usually on a with a cart girl yeah. it's like she like includes tip with the price of the beer but then also like expects you to tip again yeah. So she's just like, yeah, that'll yeah. be 11. It's like you get like a, uh, you know, a Bud Light bottle. And she's like, that'll be $11, wink. Yeah. And then it's just like, all right, well, here's 20, I guess. Jesus, like, go away. Yeah. Bye. Never, don't come back. Um, That's what I appreciate about Nashville has public courses um, that are like run by the city. I'm sure I've mentioned them before, but they're like probably like, if I remember correctly, they're like, they're like 15 bucks for nine holes. Wow. But it's like legit golf. Like they're a legit golf course. And so you can just like go play nine holes for like 15 bucks as long as you Damn. can get a tee time. Yeah. Oh, and, I, wa- I walked up. Um, it was like, I think three o'clock this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had like done like some wedding stuff with Sarah. And then I was like, uh, I'm going to go hit a bucket of balls. Mm-hmm. And um, I went paid 10 bucks he gave me like it's like the oldest ball bucket machine of all time they give you a a, like a ridged coin it's like a coin that has like 
bumps on it and you slide it in to the machine and out comes like, you know, 50 balls. Um, and right before I left, I was like, Hey, um, is there any availability like the rest of like the day? Like if I finish up at the range in like 20 minutes, like, and he goes, what? And I go like, I'm going to finish up at the range in about like 20 minutes and everything. Like, is there an opening? I was like, are people like signed up? And he goes, Oh, we don't do that here. Ah, and I'm like, yeah, I was like, I looked and on the thing was like a, like a time book. And I'm like, okay, uh, well, I'll be back in like 20 minutes. And like the entire 20 minutes that I was like, hang, I'm like, why did he say that to me? Like he had it. He had like a tea time book in front of him. I saw names and times. Yeah. And I went back and he's just like, you going to play? And I'm like, yeah. And then uh, he was like, all right. Like uh, he like looked outside and like the first tease right there. And he goes, we're all set, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I like went and, but then like someone right behind me was just like, oh, we have a tea time for like, you know, three 30 and it was like three 25. And I'm like, the fuck is this guy? Like, what is this guy telling yeah. me? But I just like went, did my thing. There was like a father and son in front of me. Also, I wore this. Yeah, I yeah. wore a t-shirt. I didn't even wear like, my golf cleats. I was wearing Vans out there. Yeah. There's a dude in work boots and a and a cutoff tee. Yeah, dude. Someone I was just using a, a single work glove instead yeah. of uh batting glove or oh there is gloves. there is definitely like I'm in there with like my nice like genuine Asher golf leather gloves and yeah. like but there are some dudes in there in Tim's and oh, yeah. uh smoking a hoon a hole yeah yeah, yeah. no he even had a par three a hoon a hole yeah. par three electric <laughs> um the, so the 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 one of my favorite places to go in nashville is percy warner golf course it's a par 34 um and it's uh gotta be like 2400 yards the greens fee is 12 dollars wow for nine holes That's if you like, want it sounds like, like a cart it's an extra six. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. And that's like standard across the board at the public courses because they're all like, it's like fucking. They all compete uh, with each other. I mean, yeah, like, it's like, it's like low rent housing. <laughs> like, wow. It's like the government says it has to be this way. <laughs> Are you getting the type of clientele that matches the price? Are you getting Timbaland boots? Um, and It's kind of 50 50 because you get the people who are just like trying out golf or like fucking around. Yeah. But then, I mean, it's Nashville. We have no shortage of white guys. Yeah. So there are plenty of white guys who want to just go play golf, like who are like good. So, That's awesome. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's great. And like during COVID when like everything was shut down, they just didn't do green speeds. You could just go walk on whenever. Yeah. Wow. It was sick. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, now I'm like, now I'm in my head. I'm like formulating like, okay, so like, how much is it going to cost to get my clubs down to Nashville? Yeah. Like yeah. on a plane. Yeah. Are so, they going to break things? Like, yes. Carry the one. Is it worth it? Yeah. But there, then there are some also like, it's funny because then within like Nashville proper, there's also some like insanely nice golf courses. Oh, I, yeah. Like, I figured. Every major city that is like a, even like a tourist attraction, like there has, there is a guy building a, you know, multi-million dollar pro level golf course just to make some money off of it i mean that like the wedding venue that we're at that's like what that guy did he had bought that guy what What about that guy that guy he's he's definitely that guy looking like i saw like a picture of him and he was 
shock white, spiky hair, Oakley mm. sunglasses. Yep. Uh, in the picture, he was wearing a popped collar polo yep. with a uh, like a popped collar, like Patagonia vest yes. on. And it was just probably lit as fuck during the picture. But um, he had bought like the local country club out from under it was like failing like it was terrible and over in like two years he like built it back up and then started building all of like the housing that like you and everyone were gonna be staying and then he's been continuing on adding more he's like i said he's got another nine holes coming he built that lake he's had like put like racquetball tennis courts clay and turf he's like he's got some moolah to throw around but he's like He's doing what other like millionaires are doing yeah. as an economic investment. Yeah. Like around like every and he's doing this in the middle of fucking nowhere, New Hampshire. But also my question is always like, how do you have a failing country club? Like it's in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, and like not even like Plymouth State kids were going to this place to like yeah, play. But, like they couldn't. Like, even so, like you just I don't know, like it just means you're running a bad business and you're not like doing like, I think you and I could take out like a hundred thousand dollar business loan. And like, if we bought a country club and then pumped like 50 grand into it each. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. I think it's all about high. Like I do look at some places and I'm like, I don't know if you played with us, but those listening who have played at unicorn country club with me, like or like the unicorn municipal uh course it's in stoneham that place sucks big time yeah and so it's like there are failing golf courses and failing country clubs and whatnot so it's like it does make sense to me and even that like stoneham like there are people i mean they get beat out by places like mount hood and in melrose and but still there's like especially like massachusetts and like nashville there's always a market for it there's yeah. someone who's going to pay you like $600 a season to play once a week. Yeah, exactly. More. They'll exactly. pay two grand. That's where you start for, at. And for like you... once a week in the summer. Yeah. Um, We are going to have to take five because this dog is just needs to go out. Yeah. All right.
Shocking. I feel like that guy lives there, dude. Yeah. Um, me and Pig here. Um, he did take a fat chip. That'll do, Pig. But, um, oh, the other morning the producer texted me. First thing she said to me, she goes, new band name, Ziggy and the Piggies. I was like, classy. You're cooking today, dude. Um, So there's like a clubhouse by our pool where it's like kind of just like a big open like event area, basically. Yeah. And somebody was doing some sort of like engagement party, maybe like something weird. And there were like balloons involved and um, everyone was like dressed up. And was wearing like black or white, and uh, there's a decent amount of people, but then they were also like gathering on like this patio area kind of next to the pool. And like Ziggy yeah. and I just walked directly through the crowd of people, and we're like, and you're like, get out of the way, hey, get the fuck out of here, right? Um, <clears throat> I Recently downloaded, uh, re-downloaded. Oh, hmm. Recently downloaded uh, Apex Legends. Yeah. And it told me that um, I needed to like re-sign into an EA account, yeah. and that um, I couldn't play unless I signed in. But I need to have access to my UMass account because that's the account I signed up. Nice. Good forethought. Yeah. So let's try to on air log back in to uh, my UMass Amherst email. I don't think it'll let you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try. Nope. We tried. Yep. Well, and there we are. Um, so now <laughs> let me do um EA login Apex. And this content is blocked from nice. my work computer. Hell yeah. We're just firing on all cylinders here, folks. Um, Yay. All right. Um, I do have some music news that um, we can we can discuss. Touring is very hot right now. Towards yeah, the coming big, towards the end of the summer. Big in the big, streets. Big uh, names mm, on tour right now. Post pandemic. And mm. um, yeah, uh, the the what is it the red hot chili peppers just played in nashville and um the strokes opened up for them yeah yeah because well, the strokes are so that must have been an inner <coughs> inner crossing of um of tours because the strokes have been touring themselves they just kind of are maybe at the beginning ish in between the beginning and the middle of their um american tour i had that uh, Rage Against the Machine is touring again for like the first time in like 10 years, which is badass. They played like 
I think they played Glastonbury and Lollapalooza, which yeah. is awesome. Um, RTJ has been touring. Yep. Which gives me good hopes. And the BL Endel that I can't not stop seeing. They've played only three shows on their tour. Arctic Monkeys are back. Three-year hiatus. They just announced October 21st, 2022 is their seventh studio album is coming out. And I am, I mean, you know me. Yeah. Lord. Um, <clears throat> uh, my news is that Toby Nwigwe dropped his, dropped his full album. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Um, but also... Uh, the one and only Jiddy Colley Stein, as he calls himself, um, J.I.D., yeah. has an album coming out in, I think, two weeks. And the single he dropped with Kenny Mason is Fire and Flames. So Jiddy, I uh, shut the hell up. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to do this another time because I was trying to still log into Apex. But um, yeah, touring is, is hot right now. There's some new, some good things are coming out. Like I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago, how like the 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 garden is is restoring itself. Music yeah. is kind Nature of nature like is after, healing. Yeah, it, it is. Um, music's turning back in, into the right sphere that it needs to be in where like people are back in the studio people are recording um people are touring those big events are going on um i'm gonna see kenny soon kenny chesney um salt floated my way that like bush three doors down and another band they're all playing in like october and i would love to go see they're playing in uh Marshfield, I would love to go see them. Hell yeah. Like three big 90s bands and everything. Um, yeah. So we got some some news on the horizon of new albums and whatnot to talk about. And make, I'm excited to get back to our roots on the Endless Music Podcast. It's just nice to have just music coming out again. Yeah. Um, did I talk about the Kendrick uh, yeah. concert? Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't remember if we had touched on them. But yeah. The old been a good pod. Yeah, I think we did. Or yeah. Um, I had one more note. I actually had three more notes. We can quickly brush over them. Corn sucks. I don't have anything else to say about that. Don't like corn anymore. Corn sucks. Corn is good in other things. I don't go out of my way to eat corn on the cob. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about how um kanye is alive and well and is just you know on back on top of the world with the breakup of skeet and uh yes. and kim yes and uh, that i saw today that kanye has belittled and bullied pete davidson so much that he got a did he get a tattoo i know he's back and like where he's seeing like psychological help and i don't know if it was a meme or not but i think i saw somewhere that allegedly Pete Davidson got a tattoo that says, I hate Kanye West on his back. That may be a meme, but that would be an all time um, thing. If you actually it's a good question, um, Let's go to Twitter. He, I mean, he's definitely going to fuck Martha Stewart. Yeah. That's kind of without saying, I don't think he got a Kanye tattoo. I think he got Kim K and her kids initials tattooed on his body. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm okay. So then it was definitely a meme. He, because I, mean, I but, legitimately thought I like saw like a, a tattoo of Pete. There must have been someone being like, Well, Pete Davidson got so many tattoos. Here's his latest one. I hate Kanye West, which would have been an all time like Pete, go for it. There is an Kim's, I hate Kanye West tattoo on you. Kim's Please. Instagram story, somebody screenshotted it and he did get a tattoo that just says, My girl is a lawyer. My brother's an idiot. So now he has to only date lawyers. Yeah. Um, no. Um, I mean, he also has pictures of like when, when Mars attacks aliens on him. And I mean, that's not going to save him when the aliens come or anything. But um, yeah. but that now Kanye is back on top of the world posts uh, that that like headline that like Skeet David, whatever it said, Skeet Davidson or something like that. It was in like a newspaper. It's like photoshopped. Let me see it. There's also, I mean, the amount of photoshops that are going around of who Pete is dating now. Yeah, <laughs> where he's dating Kelly Mantle. He's dating the, the Ivanka Trump. He's dating uh, the Queen. Alexis Rose from Schitt's Creek. Um, Sandwich Lady <laughs> from RuneScape. Uh, former Chancellor of Germany, Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel, sorry. Angela Merkel. <clears throat> oh, did you already say Alexis Rose? Yeah. <laughs> He's dating the flame Argonaut from Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. Pete Davidson spotted with Nathan Fielder after recent breakup. <laughs> yeah, obviously that one. <laughs> Um, have you seen Nathan Fielder's new show? No. People are like talking some serious, like good shit about it. So I may want to watch it. It's called the rehearsal. Yeah. I'm just so like the whole thing to me is like, so it's like, it it is a situational comedy, but it's improv. But then again, it's not improv. It's like, and it like is supposed to replicate like how he actually feels about life. I don't understand it. So I, I have don't... to like, well, I guess I got to watch it. I'm very, he's got me already. I haven't even seen a single second and he's got me locked in. Yeah. I saw a tweet there the other day that was like, yeah, what are you doing? If you walk into a room and Nathan Fielder's there and somebody was like leaving and somebody yeah. quote tweeted it was like, <clears throat> He's already got if you're in the room with Nathan Fielder, he's already got you. Yeah, you've he's, you've already been on camera and he's already got you. And here in the middle of a bit, if you just walk you, in. Yeah, you're you're like uh, a significant three quarters of the way into it already. Yeah. Um, somebody was like, yeah, you walk outside and uh, you call a lift and the lift driver is Nathan Fielder. And he's like, I placed a, a fake Nathan Fielder in that room. Yeah, I'm the real Nathan Fielder. <clears throat> somebody was like. You walk back out of the room uh, and he's created like a replica of your like hometown and your house and the car you drive. (laughs) So I guess we got to we got to watch it. We should probably watch it together and at, you know, separate times, but talk about it. Separate but equal, as they say. Separate but equal, but talk about it on the pod. Um, (laughs) My very last thing that I had, um, Modern Warfare 2 reboot. Tell me more. Isn't that, it a whole that tell new me more game? was about you telling me more. Isn't it a whole new game? 
I thought it was just Modern Warfare 2. They just redid it. No, they've already done that. Are they re-redoing it? I'm sorry. Sam is probably drunk and is just texting me like shit I already know. No, it's a whole new game. It's just the return. So, okay. Well, then I need to look at it. M dubs too. No, not 21. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 drops players into an unprecedented global conflict that features the return of the iconic operators of Task Force 141. <clears throat> Is there gameplay reveal trailer? This is just the mission that like no this is this this is the same I'm Richard is probably going to also kill us this is another thing I'm pretty sure these are all the same levels from the beginning from like the first modern warfare 2 I think the idea well, like at least the campaign maybe, what what I'm I thought they were just upon? remastering and like reboot like basic well well now let me go back so they've already done this with modern warfare 1 and that's what gave us warzone correct Kind of, but not really, because wasn't that um, Call of Duty? Um, fuck, it wasn't. I thought it was just called Modern Warfare. Yes, and I think it was a reboot, basically like a remastering and like for current gen, like they just made Modern Warfare again. And then the whole big thing was that they tacked on Warzone with it. And, you know, you got sucked in and became the the you know an mlg at it yeah um i'm so the article i was reading is like to my understanding they're making they're rebooting the game in order to integrate it with warzone like that's the point is like they're trying to redo because they're they're like it's talking about like they're gonna have different multiplayer maps ah there's called uh one of them is called Farm 18. Uh, it's like kind of like Shoot House from the first Modern Warfare. This looks like Karachi. What I'm looking at right now. No, this isn't Karachi. Do you think you can name... See, this is also the conversation I want to get into. Do you think you can name all of the non-DLC, like the vanilla game maps of Modern Warfare 2? I think I could. Oh, maybe. The um, maps? So I know that there's... Um, is is it Favela, the one where it's always always raining? Yes. Favela, it's usually... Is no, it? there's another one that's... that's It's always raining, but there is Favela. So here, here's why I need to. And take. then there's um, airport maps. There's rust, obviously. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, God damn it! This my goddamn work computer. All right, let me go. It's, it says no, thank you. Yeah, it says you're an idiot. Um, Modern War. Let me just pull it up first before you go. Modern Warfare Two, two thousand and nine. 
maps. <laughs> all right. Wow. I knew I knew all of these already. There's like six in front of my face. Um, so go, go ahead. Airport, favela. Hold on, hold on. You're going too fast. No, it's not airport. There is favela. But it and is it was, the one favela in wasn't the raining. Airport was terminal. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But that yes, I, know I understand where you're names. Yeah. The um, one that was always raining, underpass. Underpants. Yeah. <laughs> we and had names for all this shit. Underpants. There's a state. As uh yes, a state. Yeah. There was one one snow one. It had a train tracks going through it. Is that I don't remember what it's called, but I thought I could have sworn that in you my could... brain. In my brain, that's Modern Warfare 1. No. Well, there's no. probably a snow map, but this one, I remember if you got on top of a certain roof, you could like glitch and then just like hover in helicopter glitch and like be up at the top called derail. Yes. Yeah. Because it's got the derailed train and you yeah. can like run through the, the creek. My least favorite map, Afghan. Um... Had the big downed plane in the middle in a cave. Yeah, yeah, really dark, yes. a dark cave. No, I didn't. I didn't hate that map, but that map was. I, I mean, that map was an ultimate spawn trap because you could just trap people in that fucking cave, and it was like Favla was a spawn trap. If yeah. you got a chopper and you push them to the top of the hill, wow, done. Um, high rise, high rise was elite, dude. When you could, I remember spending so much time trying to get on that um like you could get up to the second floor yeah you have to run and jump onto the the broken down scaffolding and yep. then like crawl your way up but someone always shot you if you play online yeah. yeah yeah so like someone was well you were just being sweaty and futile someone was just standing there waiting for you to like get far enough in to kill you to make you angry yeah um Invasion, which is like one that I like remember, but I don't, I didn't like, and I didn't like, I don't remember playing a lot. Karachi was my favorite that had all the stores that like the storefronts and then the playground in the middle. There was like a second level to it, and there was a long hallway that you could throw new tubes down. There was Quarry Rundown, which I remember was like weird. Like there, like there was like a lot of different rundown things going on. Rust, scrappy yard, scrap yard. Oh no, I was thinking of Skid Row. No, I liked Skid Row. Skid Row was my favorite. Not not Karachi. Sub base, terminal, underpants, and wasteland. We're gonna have, we're gonna have to test Richard on this when we get on Xbox tonight. See how many he knows. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Sixteen maps. You think Richard can name all of them? Probably. If anyone can, it's him. Or like Fred. Ooh. Oh, Fred definitely still like, I mean, he wakes up from his sleep being like Modern Warfare. Yeah. So. I got it.
nuke. Um, that man runs fucking. God, even all of like the. I mean, this game is so ingrained in my memory. I, I think I could remember all of the. Oh my god, <laughs> all of the uh, weapons too. You had the M4A1, the FAMAS, the SCAR. You could you had those three already yeah. unlocked. Then you got the TAR-21, the FAL, the M16, the ACR, the yeah. amazing gun, the F2000, which stunk poo-poos, and then AK-47. It was the last eight um, assault rifle you could get. Some machine guns. MP5K, my favorite. The, the UMP-45. Yeah, Everyone I used, used to run dump. Everyone used the ump. Um, the vector. Luke O'Connell lived and died by the vector. The P90, which really wasn't that good, and then the Uzi. I mean, then the light machine guns. I know the AUG was in there. The sniper rifles, the Barrett, the Intervention, the Wa, the Wazoo, the uh, and then the M21. God, this game rocks, dude. All right. Um. Well, we're going to have to keep an eye out uh, and then until we learn more. Because you know what? I will get back into Warzone when Modern Warfare 2 comes out. A hundred percent. I will run the Switch back. I've been... Dude, if I have like a day off or something, I am most certainly running some some like rebirth. Yeah. Quads. Just to just keep just like, fucking dude, people Just to up, keep dude. yourself loose. Yeah, dude. Just got to keep the... You know, it's like riding a bike. Like you don't, you can, you're not gonna forget how to do it. But if you if you do it like once a month, you're gonna be better at it. Yeah. Um, in a pinch. <clears throat> I'm excited for Skate Four. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked we've talked about that almost ad nauseum, but um, I signed up for the beta testing for that. Skate. I have gotten no notification of whether or not I will be doing beta testing, but. Free to play on PlayStation. Man. I'm looking at again my goddamn work computer. So it's officially called Skate. Um, release date. And I'm just getting blocked at every site. All right. If it has anything to do with video games, Jackson can't look it up on his computer. That's what that's telling me. Yeah. Um, but um, the, I mean, I downloaded, re-downloaded Skate 3 and just started ripping. I, yeah, I need to play a little bit more of that. Um, that was an all-time just get high and zone out game. I know. Me and Richard were talking about it. I was... It was the night when my Xbox wasn't really working. And I yeah. couldn't play Siege. And I was like, fuck it. Like, and you guys were like, I'm going to bed. And it was still like midnight here. And yeah. I was like drinking and I was up for another two hours just playing yeah. Skate. Yeah. Just like bombing down the observatory and just going. Yep. Just fucking ripping, dude. Uh, the Bruins re-signed David Krejci and Patrice Bergeron. Patrice Bergeron. The gang's all back together. Yep. Um, so I fully expect a Stanley Cup. <laughs> no. Um, I don't I'm know not- that I think they're going to be the best team ever, but I think it's going to be more fun than us just punting and going into a rebuild. 
Can I ask you about something? Because you're the baseball hockey guy and I am the basketball somewhat football guy. Um, I know the Sox suck. Terrible. I'm watching them right now. They're Tommy Pham. Who is this man? He is an outfielder. He came up with the Tampa Bay Rays. Hmm. He then went to the Reds, I think, in free agency, I want to say. Yeah. But he's the man who slapped Jock Peterson. Oh. Yeah. So that he got suspended because... That's right. We did talk about this. They had, like, some dispute over uh, their fantasy football league. That's, like... So this has blossomed into this whole story um, where now... But I love, I love this. Well, now Portnoy's in their fantasy football league and Stephen Che is the commissioner. That's right. Oh, okay. So yes. it, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like two different stories that I didn't think were linked together and now linking yeah. up. Yeah. So he got traded to the Sox for like nobody. But I think the reason is because our GM used to be the GM of the Rays. Mm. So he was like, oh, yeah. I mean... Fam's a pretty solid outfielder. He's like a good clubhouse guy. I was um, say he won the game last night. Isn't that what yeah. the big thing? He like he yeah. walk off in the tenth inning or something. Yes. Um. But I mean, he's not like you're you're gonna be your best. Mm. He's not like a Mookie Betts, but he's a solid outfielder at a time when we don't really have a ton of outfield depth. And um. Yeah, I think it was a good trade. I think he's a good addition. Uh. No follow up. Yeah. Uh, the two biggest stories um, to be shoved in my face this morning at the gym were number one, Tommy Pham. Yeah. Number two, uh, Tatis. Yes. Eight game suspension. Yeah. Care to weigh in. Uh, did he, he just, just hold on a, before you do? Didn't he recently just get traded? No. Was that someone so, else? That was Juan else. Soto. Juan Soto got okay. traded to the Padres. Because so I was like. What if, like, like, imagine, like, this dude is, like, juicing wherever he was before and gets traded, plays, like, a game, and then it's just, like, this, like, not joke of an organization in, in the Padres is, like, oh, you're juicing goodbye 80 yeah. games. Yeah. Um, I just think he's an idiot because it's – so he – popped for like but he yams doesn't he isn't he like just like a smat like a masher no he's like one of those he's like a wiry like xander bogarts type where he's a shortstop and he has like power but he's not like barry bonds beefy like he's not like the old school like beefy power hitter yeah he he i must be thinking of this i must be thinking of the soto guy one soto one is the one that beefy outfielder who just mashes bombs yeah Um, but yeah, he took it. it. It was like in the medication he took to treat ringworm, which I was like, first of all, why are you getting ringworm? Yeah, how, like what, what stray dogs are you hanging around? Yeah. Dude. Were you, like, were you wrestling during your rehab assignment? Like, <laughs> what are you guys doing in that, that locker room? Um, but, and I guess just like no one bothered to check on what he was taking. And so when he tested, he popped for like a banned substance. Yeah. I don't have any take other than it sucks for the league in general because I mean, um, I always hear that when they, when they catch one person and then it's just like, all right, like let's do a, a let's do like a quick little sweep and make sure no one else is doing it too. Well, then everyone has to start testing. I think most players test at least once a month. 
oh yeah, that, but I think there's probably, you know, I mean, in the league and whatnot, and when you get later in the season, I'm sure there's like some blind eyes turned, but it's like, it would be, uh, morally, uh, immorally, you know, to be be morally reprehensible. Yes. After like right after Tatis gets, someone big gets popped, but you got to check everyone. My counterpoint is there was something that broke a little while ago. This is, we're getting into real niche baseball news. Um, But it was like at the beginning of the season, I think. So do you recall anything about uh, the juiced baseballs scandal of last year? Only from you. Okay. So they were like using, they like change the balls every year, which I think is wild, first of all. But like last year, they were using ones that like just had more pop in them. So like players were hitting more home runs. Like last year was all home runs and strikeouts. Um, and this year, there was something that came out that like they were using juiced balls, but only in like nationally televised games. So they were only using it in like big market games. And like that's why like there would be like let's say like the Reds were playing the Pirates on like a Sunday night or something. And uh, it would be like a one nothing game and nothing would happen. And like the, let's say the fucking Yankees play the Red Sox on Sunday night baseball. It would be like a 10 to nine game with like seven home runs yeah. because they were using two different baseballs. I, but, and I like, I feel like that is so easily tracked where it's just like, and will be what's going on. But like that, you, you look at I'm- the nationally, televised games and you go let's look at let's look at you know the red Sox and let's see how many runs they're scoring when they're nationally televised and when they're just playing on yeah. nascent at like one in the afternoon yeah but also um my point is is that there's like the mlb has kind of been like hey guys don't use steroids because we're just going to do the work for you yeah that's kind of the gist but then yeah. i mean like i just also think it's like dumb because it's like I don't know what whatever the fuck Fernando Tatis took. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it does. Um, I'm assuming it's some sort of like like recovery thing where like it would be in like a ringworm medication to promote like healing and like immunity support. Yeah. But like Tatis has nothing to gain from doing like a cycle of like trend or like anabolic steroids. Like here. Like, yeah, if he, like, fucking juiced up in the offseason and all of a sudden put on 20 pounds of muscle, he would not be as effective because, like, speed is such a big part of, like, the game for those guys. Whereas, yeah. like, a Juan Soto is, like, he's just, like, I'm going to mash home runs. That's also Aaron Judge should be a first baseman. I don't know what that guy is doing in the outfield. He keeps getting fucking hurt. And I'm, like, yeah, because you guys want to play him in center field. Like, this man is like have, six and, six two thirty. Yeah, have like a top, like an NBA player sprint around in the open field. Yeah, that's why like Yao Ming didn't. Shaq would just like take whole possessions off. <laughs> Jerry pick. Yeah. So I don't know what the Yankees are doing. They're a bunch of fucking morons. Yeah. They also we're playing. What inning is now. it? It's the bottom of the ninth. But they oh. they, they arguably are sucking eggs just as hard as the Red Sox right now. Really? They're just like they've had they had a sick first half of the season and have just been collapsing. 
I know because I think it, from like the highlights I saw in the gym this morning, it was like the Red Sox are like fifty and something, fifty wins, and the, but the Yankees are like seventy wins. Yeah. So uh, last um, question, and we can wrap up the pod. Um, an eighty-game suspension is Tatis. Is he coming back or is he done for the season? He's done for the season. Yeah. Yeah, and for playoff any, games, any postseason, he's done. So. Um, he won't be back until next year. And it also sucks because he was about to come back from an injury. And they were like, ah, no, you can take the rest of the year off, bud. I'd argue kind of legit, though. Like, you know, just punt I mean, on the rest of this season and come back next year. Who cares? Yeah. Um, Is 80... I mean, is that typical? Is in 80... I know the NFL, it's like it's all fucking everything. Like 80 games is like a typical for popping... Yeah, it's, it's half a season. I think it's technically 81 games because they want to do exactly half a season. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, the MLB has it right. I haven't listened to the PMT from Friday. That's probably when they talked about it and everything. But, like, they and, like, the rest of sports media are still talking about the Deshaun Watson suspension compared to yeah. a Brady suspension compared to... um, Who was the guy? I completely forgot he did it. He was... um. It was a either receiver or DB. He was gambling on his own games, and he was kicked out of the league for a year. Yeah, um, for just Calvin like, Calvin Ridley. Yes, Calvin Ridley it was kicked out for an entire year for just literally betting four hundred dollars on his own game, but yet sexual assault is just six games. Yeah, but he, multiple so- accounts of sexual assault. He was betting on his own team, but yeah. he was injured. He was out for the season. Yes. Yeah. So he was like, and I'm it was just four hundred dollars. Fucking... It wasn't, and then he didn't even win anything. No, he lost, he lost the part. Lost four hundred dollars and a season of football. Yeah. 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 No, that's. I mean, Roger Goodell is just. I, the, but the NFL whole thing in general the, is such a backwards fucking league. The whole thing with with this Deshaun Watson thing is Goodell left it up into other like a, a vote, uh, 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 you know, a jury of his own peers type of vote thing. It wasn't Roger Goodell making that decision. Yeah, of but Deshaun that was Watson. that was just so he could like not claim. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how Amazon contracts out their deliveries. They're like, we don't want to fucking deal with it. I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, oh, us. the package package broke. Wasn't us, even though it's our van, our box, our everything. Yeah. All right. Well, Dunny, um, Good sode. I will see you on Xbox in a little bit. I can't wait. Yep. Um, this has been the Trolling Stone Podcast. This has been Jackson. Keep it sleazy. And I'm out. Hey, baloney. Uh, don't do Sarah's. Nope. Uh, well, and also, why is that wall there? So I can't get to the pharmacy. Only facts, I will shoot up. Baby duck if it quacks with a Ruga. Top billing, come cops and billing his shots. His block shipped out and bought, and y'all feeling it. LP killing it. Killer my killing shit. What more can I say? We top billing it. Valiant without villain it. Viciously found victory. Burnt towns and villages. Burning, looting, and pillaging. Murderers try to hurt us. We curse them and all their children. I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away. I don't work for free. I am barely giving a fuck away. So tell begging Johnny and mommy to get the fuck away. Hey, yo, here's a gun, son. Now run. Get it to gut away. Live to shoot another day.